This is Bunny Michael. Connecting to your higher self is an unlearning process, unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. Success, fulfilling relationships, self-acceptance, inner peace, all of that begins when we realize that that is what we deserve, what we've always deserved. Aligning with your higher self is an awakening process and it is no easy feat. But as you will learn from the callers on this podcast, our journeys might look different, but our path is the same. Welcome to EXO Higher Self. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're all doing well. Today's episode, we are going to be discussing how our learned hierarchical beliefs about beauty image and self-image can also manifest itself in our relationship dynamics because obviously our issues with how we look or how people should look or what's attractive isn't just about how we see ourselves. It's also about how we perceive other people. And sometimes our conditioning and our biases can show up in places that we really don't want them to show up. So how do we navigate that? How do we be loving and see the beauty in people when those thoughts are coming up? So I'm really grateful to this listener who sent in this question because I think a lot of us can relate to having these types of thoughts and I really, really appreciate her vulnerability. So let's get to the question. Hey, Bunny, thank you for this podcast and all the wisdom you share with us. I wanted to ask this question for a very long time, but I was very ashamed of myself to share it. But here it is, and I hope it will help someone else who listens to this podcast. I am together with my partner for five and a half years, and we have a very loving and supportive relationship. In our relationship, I think I'm the one who has more complexes about my looks, which I think are coming from having had an eating disorder and generally feeling the societal pressure of looking a certain way as a human who identifies as female. I never actually considered myself pretty and always just found flaws in me until I was in my early 20s. I believe that my partner has played a role in my journey of self-love and acceptance, and currently I am in a way better place. I would like to think that I can give him only the same back. So having said that, I want to move to the actual part of the question. Thing is, unfortunately, my partner started losing his hair in his mid-20s, and that always bothered me since we've met. From the start, I just wanted him to do something about it, like to fix it. After some personal growth, I have realized that this expectation and thoughts are not fair, and I feel like an awful person for even thinking that and also hurting my partner. We have talked about it, and I was genuinely sorry because I know that I do love my partner, with hair or without, and it's very childish behavior to think this way. Right now, I'm in a better place, and I am no longer assuming that the only way out of this situation is my partner regrowing his hair someday. I have accepted the fact that he is losing hair, and it's inevitable, even though he is still so young. I know it was my ego that wants him to look a certain way, just because it's a beauty standard or whatever. At the same time, on some days, I am still bothered by it, and every time it happens, I just feel like I'm going back to that judgmental state, and it feels awful. I would like to be at the same state of mind as my partner, as he has accepted that he loses his hair, 
and he says that it's natural, so he cannot and will not do anything about it. He, of course, would want me to accept it as well. I do realize that it's mainly my own issue, but even after having thought about it for so long, I can't just get rid of this feeling and get to the state of acceptance, which makes me feel like a terrible person and also not a good partner. Another angle of this issue is that when I tried to put myself in his place to understand him better, it was hard for me to imagine accepting it. I just know that I would have done something to regrow my hair. As a woman, losing hair would mean not only being upset by it, but also being influenced majorly by it day to day, starting from my relationship to my career. As society usually does not find it natural that women lose hair. I think my question is, what to do in this situation? How can I navigate the situation from my loving higher self side and not from ego learned hierarchical belief side and not further hurt my partner and our relationship, especially in the existing patriarchal society beliefs? I hope this is not too much, too long a question and I would really love to hear an answer from you as I'm trying to work it out and learn from this experience. Hope you're having a great day and I'm really, really grateful for what you do and for this podcast. Hi love, like you said, we've all grown up with learned hierarchical beliefs. The conditioning that told us some people are better than others based on beauty standards or skin color or economic status, etc. And being on the path of our higher selves is a willingness to bring those LHBs to our awareness so we can begin the process of unlearning them. And that isn't just because it's the quote unquote moral thing to do. It's because it helps us have more joyful lives. Our LHBs cause us a lot of pain. They put a dark filter on our reality. They literally block the love the universe is trying to give us. They prevent us from really seeing people, recognizing the higher self in someone, recognizing their wholeness, which is the true experience of love. The thoughts that you're having about your partner are not your thoughts. They are a product of an oppressive system. Beauty standards are not the same as true beauty. Beauty standards are a social construct that vary at different times in history based on whoever is in power. In other words, beauty standards actually prevent us from seeing the full spectrum of beauty. We're all beautiful. We're all these amazing, unique creatures. We're all a part of nature. But because of our LHBs, it's not always easy to see that truth. That's why visibility in popular culture is so important. If you grew up watching TV and movies and were constantly shown an image of a person that looked a certain way and were told this is what it looks like to be beautiful or handsome, your little child brain would learn that. That's why so many kids grew up thinking they could never be beautiful because they didn't look like the people on TV. And now that popular culture is finally slowly diversifying who gets to play the main character or model the clothes, it's literally expanding people's opinions. It's literally changing in real time what people find attractive. And this doesn't mean it's 
not okay to have certain preferences or to be more attracted to one person than another. What it means is that it's a good thing to think about why you have those preferences, where those preferences come from. And is it possible that your tunnel vision is limiting you? And this is what I thought of when I read your letter. Your preference for your partner to have more hair is understandable, but it's also causing you pain. It's limiting your ability to love your partner the way he deserves to be loved. Do you see how your LHBs are holding you back from experiencing joy? That's what they do. That's what they do to everybody. Have you ever noticed how the more you love someone, the more beautiful they become? Or how when a baby looks at their grandmother or parent or caregiver with just these eyes that are saying you're the most beautiful sight I've ever seen. It's because what they see is love. And that's really what we recognize as beauty in each other. The truth is this issue isn't really about how your partner looks. It's about how what your partner looks like makes you look. It's an extension of your own struggles with self-image. And it's just another notch in your healing journey. You're not a terrible person or a bad partner. You're just in the process of seeing how your LHBs about self-image affect different areas of your life, how they get projected onto other people. And that's a very valuable lesson. It doesn't make you bad or wrong or less spiritual or less connected to your higher self. You are just becoming more aware of the thoughts that you want to let go of that are making you feel like shit because that is what they were designed to do. That is what a hierarchical belief does. It makes people feel like shit. It makes people unhappy because it constantly promotes this idea of lack So you're always looking for the lack. No one benefits from a world where some people are viewed as more valuable than others. Not even the people on the so-called top of that hierarchy. Because the more you buy into LHBs, the further away you get from your truth. The further away you get from love. As a person who is losing my hair and I'm taking supplements for it, I understand, first of all, it doesn't just happen to people who were born assigned male. It happens to all people. It just gets hidden a lot more for people who were assigned female at birth. It just gets hidden out of shame so people don't talk about it as much, which only perpetuates this feeling like it shouldn't be happening to me or it's not natural. And I understand those fears. You know, I understand those judgments. I'm dealing with them myself. But at the same time, I know that it's all a lesson for me to more fully love myself. You know, when we are faced with the inevitability of our bodies changing, our looks changing, us getting older, all that is is bringing us closer to our truth. Because we're lessening the attachment to those beauty standards, which is a very healthy part of our spiritual journey. 
This is going to sound a little strange, but have you ever really looked at your partner's bald head and seen how beautiful it really is? How it surrounds your partner's mind, intelligence, how it holds your partner's brain, how it's part of the vessel that embodies his whole spirit, how amazing it is that it's his head unlike anyone else's. How grateful you are to be able to spend time with it, that it's there, that it's part of him, that you just want to like kiss it, kiss his bald head and say, I love you, bald head, (laughs) because it's part of somebody that you love so much. Can you see how you can access that recognition, that beauty? and see how silly it was that you needed it to be any different than what it was, how unnecessary. We are capable of bringing love to any situation. That doesn't mean we won't sometimes have loveless thoughts. Loveless thoughts come up in our brains, in our minds, they do. It doesn't mean you're not a loving person, but we're never stuck there. So the next time those thoughts come up, give yourself some grace and say, I don't have to be stuck in this thought. I can let this thought go. It's not that important. It's not what's important. I don't have to fixate on it. I can see it as a product of my conditioning and then I can keep it moving so that I can actually enjoy my time with this person and not focus on something that really doesn't matter. All right, babe. You got this. Sending you so much love. I think we're all confronted at some time in our life, or especially as you get older, with our bodies changing and that making us feel a certain kind of way. I mean, it happens. There's no way to avoid it. It's just part of us being human. And it's understandable that it can make us feel uneasy that we can have like self-judgment thoughts or think that something's wrong. I mean, look at popular culture. Every time I see an ad that says anti-aging, I'm just like, what? It's just so ridiculous. It's just this constant message that aging is bad. And it's not. We're just, we, we're just being constantly fed that messaging. And the more we talk about this stuff, the less that messaging has a chance to cling to our brains. And we can kind of learn to let some of that go and remind ourselves, hey, like, that's not real. That's not real. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful for being me. I mean, look at our bodies. Look how amazing we are. We're so complex. Our bodies do so many things on our behalf. We're all different shapes and colors and uniqueness. We make all kinds of cool sounds. (laughs) We're creative. We have these just great, amazing aspects of ourselves. I mean, all of us is just, we're just so amazing. And we have to keep reminding ourselves of that. And... We have to also question our own biases about beauty too. 
it's healthy. It's healthy to ask yourself, hmm, why why am I judging the way that person looks right now? Like, what is it saying about me or how I see myself? Like, what is this really about? Where does this really come from? Why am I bogged down with fat phobia or why do I think that, you know, cis men should have not be bald or whatever it is, you know, all of these things that these thoughts that we have, it's healthy for us to call them into question. That doesn't mean you can't have preferences, like I said before, but a lot of times we don't realize the ways in which we're limiting our own joy because we're so attached to these beliefs. And that's what I'm really interested in. I'm really just interested in us having more loving, joyful lives so that we can create a more loving and joyful planet. Yay! All right, babes. I love you so much and so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Take care. You're beautiful.